Due to the explicit content and graphic nature of Down a Dark Hall, listener discretion is advised. Hi guys, welcome to Down a Dark Hall. I'm Sarah, your host. And I'm Natalie, your co-host. Oh, not really your co-host. I'm more like, I'm also the host. You (laughs) are also the host. Sarah. Yeah. What are we going to be talking about today? So today our introductory, our out of the closet moment. Our very first episode. Our very first episode. Uh, Dude. Creepy shit. That's crazy. In the dark. Like, all that creepy shit that you see in the dark. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the dark, but, like, all these creepy experiences that we all have. I mean, not everyone has them to the extent that you and I have them. Right. (laughs) That'll be for another episode, guys. (laughs) But I feel like everybody has at least one thing. I mean, like, you're laid in bed as a kid, and you see, like, that Mm -hmm. shadow in the corner of your room. Yes. Everybody has had a paranormal experience, one way or form or shape. Like, everybody has had that, like, you know, that relatable thing, event that that has happened in their life, you know? Yeah. And, and this episode, I actually got the inspiration from my recent trip to Anchorage with the haunted hotel room. In Alaska. Yeah. That That's was crazy. It was super crazy. <clears throat> but um, before we jump into that, Natalie, what are you... Uh, so our podcast, we're going to drink as grown women do because that's yes. how we roll here. Absolutely. What are you sipping Absolutely. on? Absolutely. Girl, I am, (sighs) (laughs) y'all, you guys don't really know us, but before we started recording, Sarah was so amazed at the fact that I did not grab a a wine cup for my wine. I'm drinking (laughs) Costco brand sangria because your girl's not going to shell out the money to pay for the actual brand sangria because she's not that fancy and we're trying to save money. We're in a pandemic right now. So, um, I'm drinking sangria. That's pretty awesome. And I'm drinking it out of the bottle. And I support you. I am here for it. Absolutely. Sarah was mentioning something about setting the example for your kids or something like, no, I mentioned that, my bad. I mentioned that you should set the example for your kids and drink out of a cup and go wash the dishes. And I'm just like, you know what? We don't have time for that. We don't. There are more important things going on in the world. If your kid sees you drink out of the wine bottle, they're gonna they're gonna understand you. One of these days, my daughter may judge me now, but she will get to a point in her life where she too drinks out of the bottle. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm surprised my mom hasn't done that. I'm surprised my mother. Oh, she has. She has. She's just a better mother than I am, and she doesn't let you see it. Oh no! 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 Oh my God! No! People are gonna listen to this, and they're gonna be like, "These." bitches are luscious we need to call somebody these fucking drunk ass bitches like they're gonna call cps on us 
like negligent to their kids like I, I swear I take care of my baby I swear yellow tail see that's what I mean about me not knowing about wine I don't know if you know this Sarah but I literally I'm not a wine person oh I'm about to turn 24 and I don't know much about wine do I know my liquors absolutely absolutely because that's, the, that's how you start that's the yes, fundamental yes. steps <laughs> Do I know about the bitch beers? The bitch Hell beers. Hell yes, I know. I know about the bitch <laughs> I beers. I don't know about bitch beers. I only drink bougie beer. That's all. That's honestly, though, like, that's such a freaking, like, millennial thing. Like, Craft bitch beers. Like, beer. Let me let me drink my Smirnoff. And, um, I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong. But, like, white let me drink my, like, Smirnoff, my White Claws, and um, my Truly. Like, that's all that people drink now. And I'm just kind of like, look, I'm here to get fucked up. I'm not here for the taste. Like, if I'm drinking, it's because I need to relax. You know what I mean? Like, I'm here right. to forget, to right. relax. Like, I'm not about that. See, and I'm older, so I can't go ham anymore. I'm just not a good person the next no, day. yeah. So I have, like, the tannin in red wines is starting to give me really bad headaches. So I'm drinking a Pinot Noir right now. And it's great because it's not got all that tannin in it yeah, that gives me a headache. Yeah, I agree. I literally can only, red wines, like, the taste just doesn't, like, I don't find that tasty, <laughs> if that makes any sense. It's it, an acquired taste. As you get older. I feel like, right? I feel like a, like a 10-year-old, like, having her first sip of beer. Like, and it, and it being, like, completely disgusting and being like, why do people drink this? Like, that was my reaction when I drank, like, bougie red wine. Because you got to start out from the bottom and work your way up. You've got to start out that's, with, like, the so white true. wine and the the muscadine wine which if you guys haven't tried muscadine wine i'm i'm sorry for you it's really sweet it's like a port you know i will i will do white wine i will moscato oh yeah oof, champagne yes See? a little uh what are those things called um prosecco um, you have them for brunch oh mimosas um, mimosas i almost God, did that today I forget about mimosas because i was like oh we're <laughs> celebrating but then i was like eh, champagne nah <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. <clears throat> so let's get started here because I'm sure people are like, bitch, we don't care about your alcoholism. Oh, just fucking talk about this scary <laughs> shit. Like, I didn't come here for this. Right. The only thing scary is your alcohol addiction at this point. So <laughs> uh, literally, though, <laughs> that's like half of America right now. Right. If that is not relatable, I don't know what is. That's that's true, and I am waiting for our uh, sponsors to roll in with like wink, <clears throat> or anyone else out there who has uh, like yeah. Hi, um, I'm here for it. I will uh, I will sponsor the, the shit out of uh, some wine if y'all roll that to my doorstep. I'm here for it. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> we are available. Like literally. <laughs> um, okay, so for our first episode. Sarah and I thought it would be our good um, a good idea to just basically start off with um, some experiences that uh, Sarah and I have had in our past. Um, yeah. So, Sarah, do you want to start us off, or do you want me to start? I will. Long, long in ago, a ta- no, in a land far, far away. So, <laughs> in a land far, far away in rural <laughs> Georgia. Um, <laughs> So I 
have always been able to have like these crazy paranormal experiences, mm-hmm. even from when I was a little kid. Should we just go ahead and say it? What? Should we just tell them like, like we're that? You know what I mean? I mean, I guess we have to now because people are going to be on the edge of their seat. Like, tell That's them what. I'm what? Okay. So, Sarah and I, what do you, what do we even call it? Like, what do we, like, psychic mediums? Like, I just say I'm sensitive. I'm sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm triggered. Oh, no. Um, we recently took a, a course that basically spiritually awakened our senses. Um, so now Sarah and I can basically tap into energies, feel if anybody's trying to come through for other people. I mean, what other cool shit can we do now, Sarah? It's crazy. I feel like it just really amplified stuff that was already there. Oh, yeah. And what's cool is that we each have our things that we're better at. Absolutely. Yes. Like, Sarah. Um, and we won't we won't go into detail. Yeah. Oh. You know what? You're like, bitch, let's just let you're, it out. You're probably right, honestly. We should that that'll be for like another episode where people like if you if y'all just wanna hear about just like spiritual this is the teaser trailer. I know, like spiritual experiences, please hit us up on our social media platforms. <laughs> what do y'all want to hear? Tell us. <laughs> right, just support just us. Just like and subscribe. So yeah, so basically Sarah and I are just a little more sensitive than other people, to put it into perspective. So back to when I was a young buck, or I guess a young, young doe, I guess. Anyway. Doe, yeah. So I um, mostly had ex- my experiences when I was younger was shadow people. <clears throat> like I've seen, Shadows. Yes. I don't know if you've ever, and I call them creatures, shadow oh, creatures. That just makes it like 10 times worse. Well, because they weren't like shadow people. I wasn't seeing, like, the outline of a humanoid shape. They were, like, legitimate creatures. Um, oh, no. So the youngest... Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, ma'am. Um, no, ma'am. So the youngest <laughs> memory I have, I'm um, probably about three or four, and I'm walking into the living room. I can't sleep at night, and I walk into our living room, and we had this blue chair. Of course, this is, like... Wait, wait. <laughs> Why are you in up in the middle of the night walking into your living room? <laughs> <laughs> I used to have really bad night terrors. So when I was a little kid, I think the earliest memory I have of seeing one of these shadow creatures was I uh, woke up in the middle of the night. And right. I used to have, like, nightmares and things like that. Like, I'm talking gruesome, gruesome nightmares. Like, my mother being beheaded, all this crazy stuff. Oh, my anyway. God. That's traumatizing. Yeah. <laughs> As, like, a, what, three or four-year-old? Like, yeah, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know Hell where this no. shit came from. But um, <laughs> it was crazy. So one of these uh, nights I woke up and I had a German shepherd and mm. I was walking into the living room and my German shepherd kind of like stopped before the living room started and she didn't really come in. Oh, man. And the only memory I have is um, walking like with my looking at my feet because it's dark and I can't really see where I'm going. And I mm-hmm. walk up to this chair and in the chair I see what looks like two feet and for anyone who's seen a shadow creature or a shadow person like you know they're like pitch black they are darker than 
the surrounding darkness. It's almost like they suck in the light, like they absorb anything around them. I see what looks like two legs in the chair and feet. I'm like, you know, I remember thinking as a kid, like, this isn't normal, but you're still trying to, like, rationalize. And then as my eyesight travels up the chair, I can see claws gripping the arms of the chair. And so the two times that I saw this creature, like everything is like a shadow. It doesn't have like a solid outline. There's no solid Mm -hmm. form. It's kind of shadow. It's shadowy looking, but the claws are real, like solid. And they weren't claws like fingers with claw nails. They were like, like Cardi B's, like Cardi B's right. like nails. Like. <laughs> no Cardi B. It was not Cardi no. B. Um, oh. It was like gar- <laughs> gargoyle. She got her acrylics done. <laughs> right, right. Just got her nails done. Uh, no, it was this this like gargoyle werewolf type hand almost just like gripping the armchair. And at this point I can see like a torso, but I am not here for it anymore. And I just oh, no. bolt back to my bedroom. Absolutely not. Yeah. And I used to have really bad nightmares as a child of like this wolf creature that lived in my closet, which I didn't have a closet. It was like a recession in the wall, Mm -hmm. Um, the way my parents built their own homes. So it was like just like a a pushed back part into the wall. And I would have nightmares of this thing like talking to me Mm -mm. um, from the closet. So I was really scared of like werewolves and things like that as a kid. So the next time I saw it, it was daylight, actually. Oh, I, hell no. One thing is at night. I'm sorry. One thing is at night. But another thing, like, just during the day, <laughs> like, that's just bold. Like, yeah. okay. These, like, he's like, I got balls. I'm going to come out in the daytime. Yeah. He said, motherfucker, don't play. I'm not playing. Doesn't you don't play. Care. Damn. So this, I'm, I'm like a little kid, and I was obsessed with the fog. And, um... I thought that if I could go down into where the fog was, we had like this basin almost in our pasture because I grew up on a farm and our mm-hmm. farm was like 30 acres, but my grandfather owned everything for several miles down the road. So wow. there was no one around for quite a ways. And mm-hmm. I went down into this like basin almost because where the fog had condensed because in my mind, I thought it would be like a cartoon. I'm going to go into this fog and I'm going to be like in a cloud <laughs> and that's that's not how fog works at all. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No. <laughs> so I get down there. And so this basin is um, almost like a teardrop shape. And so the circle part is completely surrounded by trees. And the um, like pathway that leads down is like open. So everything is surrounded by trees. And I look up and see this tall creature dart between the trees and it looks extremely similar to what I had seen in the living room it was pitch black but it was very tall Um, but it was pretty far away maybe I don't know 40 40 yards away 30 or 40 so I didn't are you alone at this point yeah oh my goodness girl I grew up on a farm it was me and my dog and we just we're out. I would I would be down in the creek by myself all day. I like, would be terrified with fog. Hell yeah. no! I had balls when I was a kid. I don't know what happened. Like Dude. I was a brave little bastard. 
I know. I think we definitely do go back, like, yeah. like with that. Like, fear just kind of crawls in. It's not there to begin with. It just kind of like, oh, hi, you know. Right. Because you don't really understand. I saw this thing just, just super fast dart between the trees. And I was like, okay, time to, uh, time to kick rocks. It's time to get out of here. Time so, to U-turn. <laughs> right? My ass, yeah. like, hauled out of there fast. Um, and then I didn't see anything like that again until I was a teenager. And this was probably the most, like, in your face. Would you say it was the scariest? It wasn't. It was scary in that, like, oh, shit, that's not supposed to be there kind of way. But not mm. in, like, a bad You felt vibe. like you were in danger. Right. Um, so I walk in, like our bathroom, our house, uh, the main bathroom was like, you had to walk through the living room and the way our house was built, it had like, uh, a, a like a bathroom, a shower room, and then another room that connected to the utility room. And then that led around to the living room and back around. So you could like walk a circle through the whole house. Through the house. Yeah. And the living room, I mean, the utility room used to always creep me out. So I walk in to the bathroom and I see this big black shape. I'm talking like this thing's chest was probably a foot below the top of the door. Like it was standing in the doorway like it was facing the wall. And so I was getting a side profile. So I could see like the head was like above the door. The door. Like the the door frame? Yeah. Oh, hell no. So I was seeing like the torso and the arm. And again... The claws were there. So it's pitch black. It's like darker than anything around. And I can see the claws, which are just, you know, his hands are just draped by its side. Right. And so at this point, it looks like it's in the doorway between the bathroom and the shower room. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, it's just the door to the shower room and there's a towel draped over it. And it must be, like, partially open. And I go into the bathroom, and I turn the light on, and there's no door halfway closed with a towel over it. The door was pushed all the way back to the wall. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I was, like, beam, out of there so fast. So, so what, what the fuck is this thing? I don't know. Like, one, why is it following you? What does it want? <laughs> And that was the only time that I saw it, like, that up close. Like, I saw it in that bathroom area a lot in that utility room, but I never, like, saw it in such detail as I did. And I got to the point where I was kind of used to it, you know? If it's not giving you that bad vibe, you're just kind of, I can't live in perpetual state of fear. Of course not. No, yeah. That's not living at that point, you know? Mm -mm. No. Right. The The last time I saw something similar, I had a horse. And back when I had no fear because I was a brave kid, um, I was a teenager. <laughs> I was probably 15 or 16, and I would go out into the pasture at night, and I could whistle for my horse, and he would come to me. So I had gone out into the pasture and whistled, and I'm waiting on my horse, and I don't. I hear this, like, rustling off to the side. I hear this, like, rustling and this noise, and I'm like, why is my horse coming down from that back pasture because that was surrounded by woods and they would not sleep in there very often. They would go down Mm -hmm. there in the day, but at night they would always go to the front most part of the pasture, which was closest to the road. Um, Right. 
And so I thought... Like, that's where they, like, slept and stuff. Right, right, right. At night, they would always travel furthest away from the woods. And Mm. so I thought it was kind of odd. And at this point, somebody had moved in. Um, They had bought a piece of property beside us, and they had moved in. And so they had a really bright light in their house. But they're down in the Mm. woods. So in the winter, I guess this was cold because I can remember being able to see the light through the trees. Mm Mm-hmm. They had this yard light or something, um, and it was so bright that it was shining through the trees and kind of illuminating that lower part of the pasture. Oh, man. And I saw this creature. He was like 150 yards away. But I saw him because he was lit, backlit from that light dart across the pasture. And it was like a tall humanoid shape, and it was fast. It was just like, and then it was gone. And I noped the fuck out of there real quick. And <laughs> Sarah, I don't understand how the hell you can just like talk about all these experiences with like. I would have actually died there. Like I would have had a heart attack on sight. On sight. I don't like remember. I remember being afraid, right? You know, because, like, right. what the fuck is that? But Yeah, it's I not, like, you know, human. It's not something you see every day. Right. Yeah. But then I would go back out there. Like, I would go out there at night all the time. Oh, no. See, I, at that point, I would have been traumatized, you know. <laughs> some crazy mental disorder happened in the works, you know, already planning for that. Like, I would have been out of that farm real quick. <laughs> That's the fastest you you would have ever seen me run. <laughs> ever, ever in my life. And Natalie jumps out of planes, y'all. She's in the military. Guys, so. I, I, I freaking hate running. I hate cardio. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people can agree. <laughs> cardio fucking sucks. But if I see some tall, clawy guy darting in the woods... <laughs> swear I will probably run faster than Usain Bolt. I'm just being serious. Like, <laughs> no. Oh, I'm me. sure I ran. I got the fuck out of there real fast. But I, I would do shit. That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. But yeah, no. And I just had a lot of crazy fucking experiences growing up. And mm-hmm. I used to find arrowheads. I don't know if I told you. I think I told you guys this. I would find arrowheads yeah. in the driveway all the time. I actually found a spear. A whole spear. And, yeah, it had been broken. Like, my mom was friends with, um, I guess, an anthropologist or something. And she took it to him at the university and had him look at it. And he told her it was a, it was a bloodstone spear, probably from the Mississippi region. That's so crazy. I don't know how it got all the way out here. And I didn't think anything of this as a kid. I'm like digging right. up arrowheads. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> you know, it's a sharp I should have collected it. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, right. And as an adult, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why didn't I keep all of these? I've got, like, literally I could probably write a book with everything that I've encountered over the years. What mm-hmm. about you? Uh, I didn't really encounter a lot of paranormal experiences. I did have one or two growing up but nothing crazy the majority of my family is mexican um back when mexico wasn't completely (laughs) terrorized with like freaking uh narcos over here like uh we would go visit often and there uh was this little town 
in this state called San Luis Potosí. And in San Luis Potosí, there was this even smaller town called Real de Catorce. And I don't know what this freaking movie is called. I can't remember what the name is, but it was with Selma Hayek and Antonio Banderas. It's Desperado. I googled it. You did? Yes. Okay. Desperado, guys. My bad. Desperado. So if Desperado. If you haven't seen Desperado, you need to rectify that immediately because this movie is le- fucking legit. It's everything. It's everything. And Selma Hayek is fucking beautiful in that movie. She said, I'm sorry, but that She's woman does not all age. The time. She, really she does not age. She doesn't have a single wrinkle on her face. It's amazing. It's amazing. My, you know, my mom always said, Natalie, ugly people don't exist. There's just poor Aww. people. They're just poor. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That's Is so that not true? true? I mean, I'm not saying she's not naturally beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But if I had the amount of money that Selma Hayek has. Y'all couldn't you know. tell me nothing. Y'all That's what I'm saying. tell I'm so me saying. nothing. Kim K People better watch like, out. <laughs> People are saying, oh, I'm against, you know, I like natural beauty. Me, 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 me. Yeah, shut up. No. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care. That's my body. I don't do it for other people. I do it for me. You know what I mean? That's right. Back back to where we were. So oh, yeah. that sorry. movie was, not your friend. So that movie was filmed in Real de Catorce, where I used oh. to go visit. So basically, this town was based off of um, miners so back in the day, like way, way, way back in the 1800s, miners used to come down and uh, mine basically like the mountain that's um, right by Real de Catorce. And to actually get in Real de Catorce, we have to go to like a tunnel and it's like oh, completely wow. dark and it's super freaking creepy. Like it's super scary. I I. It just every time we would go down that tunnel, I'd just brace like I'd just be like, oh, my God, like just close your eyes. Just wait till you see the night. Wait till you'll see the light, Natalie. Like it's going to be okay. Like you don't need to worry about it. Like you're good. And then like along the way in the tunnel, there was a bunch of shrines like Virgin of the uh, Guadalupe, Virgin of the Guadalupe shrines and like saint shrines and stuff it was a really catholic base because of the spanish coming over and mining in that mountain right so i don't know why seeing all those shrines just made it 10 times creepier well because it is those are right i don't know why but they're they're terrifying with all the candle wax and the the doll and the pictures it has a certain aspect of like well why do y'all need so much stuff like in this tunnel right That's now. It. That's right? it. Why the so, fuck does this tunnel need to be blessed? Okay. Why? How many people why? died making this fucking tunnel? A and lot, I'm tur- sure. Girl, you hit the nail on point. Turns out a bunch of people died in that town. Making a bunch the of people died mining, making <gasps> that tunnel. So every time I would go down there as a kid, I would just feel completely like uneasy. Like I Oh, I just, it did not like it at all. I recently had the opportunity to go to Real de Catorce and I made up some stupid ass excuse to my parents. <laughs> I said, you know what? The army won't let me go to Mexico. I'm so sorry. Like there's just too many narcos down there. Like, forgive me. But sorry. in reality, like I was like, I'm, I'm not having that shit. Like I can't, I can't. Um, but 
besides that, I remember being down there and just thinking that the town is so beautiful. Like oh. there's brick roads. There's um, there's old hotels that uh, have like all these like artifacts that you know the miners left down there when they were you know back in the day, and uh, yeah, like the town's beautiful. It's just so freaking terrifying. So uh, we would go visit this church often, and in the church, a lot of people just kind of left random sandals, like new, brand new sandals. And it was so strange to me. Like, so what? I asked, I asked my grandma, I was like, Hey, like what, what the fuck? <laughs> why, why are people leaving these fucking sandals? Why like, are there chanclas laying everywhere? Why are there chanclas laying everywhere? <laughs> like, is someone about to get beat? Did some kid do something wrong? Like, I was just like, who, who was it? To who remind it? all of these badass kids to pay attention in church. Right? No. So it's not a bad idea, actually. Hmm. <laughs> We're on to something. We're on to something. Write it down. Uh, so, turns out that these people would leave <laughs> these chanclas. <laughs> it's such a funny word. I'm sorry. These chanclas. I love it. To, to the saint that was there at that church, a statue. And apparently, over time, they would start seeing those chanclas used. <gasps> like, they would start seeing, like... What? footprints They're, in the chanclas like, like the footprints in the chanclas yeah and people would leave them so their saint could use them and over time they noticed that they were being used which is like that was it for me i was like you know what there's something going on with these chanclas mom like i don't want any part of this i'm out like it was just so scary to me as a kid apart from that after we would go to the ranch or not to the ranch, I'm sorry. To Real de Catorce, we would leave to go to my great-grandma's house. Now, back then, again, when I was a kid, I did not understand. I did not understand what it all meant. I was just kind of like, you know, like I said, I'm just doing my thing. Right. I'm just chilling, you know, I just want to play with my dolls and call it a day. But a lot of my cousins me my aunts my uncles they would say that they all saw my grandma and grandpa like their shadow just walking around the ranch just walking around the ranch and sure enough like one day I saw it and (gasps) yeah like it I shit myself I shit myself and that's going back to like what we don't comprehend you know what I mean like like was it like their like you could see their features or was it just like a shadow what did you see so it was really interesting because once everybody had their own individual experience it was like once the kids had their thing right like oh my god did you see that and we were like yeah 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 oh my god like I totally saw that oh my god that's so creepy and like you had you know we all were like creeped out and we had our own thing but it was like also really fun you know because as a kid you're like ghost spirits and paranormal oh my god like I remember spending hours like when I was a kid on YouTube like YouTubing like paranormal videos and stuff like that right but on when we were on the ranch and everyone else had their experience, the adults, all the adults immediately recognized the type of like energy that was emitted off of like the, the shadows. Right. So they were just like, Oh, 
it, it's grandpa and grandma. Like we know, That's it's grandpa so and grandma. Cool. Yeah, and so once the kids started telling the adults, yeah, yeah, hey, like something's going on. You know, like I just saw some walk past that room. Like it's not normal. Once that happened, that's when you know it all made sense. That's when my mom was like, hey, you know, they're here. They're not gonna hurt you. You know what I mean? But yeah, that was that was Mexico in a nutshell for me. <laughs> like every time that like someone mentioned Mexico, I'm like paranormal. There's, there's too much stuff down there. I'm good. I'll stay out of there. Like, I'm, That's I'm so good. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. It was, honestly, I wish I could go back now that I'm more, like, aware, right. I guess. Obviously, with, like, with anything in life, the more knowledge you have, the more, or the less you fear it, right? Right. So now That's exactly the truth. Right. So now that, like, I know more about all this stuff, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I want to go down there. Like, I want to I want to revisit all that stuff. So, I mean, honestly, I can't wait till I go down there and just, like, feel, get a feel of, like, stuff again and just see if my experiences as a child match up with what I went through. So I know we started off this podcast with me talking about Anchorage. So I was recently lucky enough to um, fly up to Anchorage. I worked a trip. Sarah's a flight attendant, you guys. Yes. So she is very luckal, like luckal. (laughs) The the wine is getting to me, Sarah. That sangria is it's doing its job. My Pino is doing the job too. So um, I'm gonna be no fucking good by the end of this podcast. It'll be like (laughs) so. Anchorage was fucking amazing to begin with. I mean, I have never seen anything as beautiful as Anchorage. Uh, But while I was there, so that night we get in, and it is 1030 at night when we arrive. So I think that was like 2 o'clock Georgia time. Mm -hmm. I'm freaking done. I'm tapping out. I get into my room, and of course the hot water in my shower doesn't work. So I take a horse bath. Yeah, I was pissed, but it was so late. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to take a horse bath and take my ass to bed. And Wait, I'm sorry. What what do, you, what do you call it? A horse bath. A horse bath? Horse. Like a whore. Like you're a hoe. Oh, a, hoe a bath. horse bath. <laughs> I'm sorry, thinking yeah. you, like, you like freaking like rinse off your horse with cold water. <laughs> or something. No. You know where you just take like the washcloth and you do your your most necessity parts, just like whatever you need, just in and out, quick. Right? You get the pits. So, I, I mean, and you get yeah, the, in and out quick. That's that's a horse bath. Bits. The horse bath. So that makes sense. Took my ass to bed, and I'm laying there, and all of a sudden I start hear like noises coming from what would be the other room, in the closet, and it sounds okay. like Sarah. Yes. I think I'm seeing... In my closet? Yes. So, guys, at home, our, we're on Zoom right now. And <laughs> I am... My back is to the closet. So, the camera is facing the closet. And my closet, y'all, is, is hella creepy. I okay. have literally woken up to my dog growling at this closet in the middle of the night. Um, and that's after me having a dream of interacting with something in there. Wait, was that last night? No, this happened, like, when I first moved in here. No, but, but I remember you talking about your closet recently. Oh, there's, this closet is, like, a doorway for activity. Oh, okay. But it's not bad, so I'm not, I'm like, whatever. No. You know? 
Yeah, pay rent. True. It's due on the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna put some food on the table, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, right. This power ain't free. <laughs> <laughs> so I get into my hotel. I'm laid in bed, and I start hearing this banging from the closet. And I'm like, man, whomever is next door is being really fucking loud, and that's really fucking rude. But hopefully, they'll calm the fuck down. Like maybe they're just getting into their room. And, but, so what the sound was, it was, like, somebody's hanging stuff up in the closet, and they're hitting the clothes hangers, and they're, like, banging against the wall. And then it sounds like they're pacing back and forth. Like, the walls are actually creaking and tapping and banging. Mm -mm. I'm like, what is this person doing? And first of all, I guess I should backtrack and say the room just had bad vibes. But I figured that's because I was stupid tired and couldn't take a fucking shower. So, I'm like... That's just me. Well, then I start yeah. hearing all these noises. And as I lay there, it just gets louder and louder and more progressive. And it starts traveling around the room. So at first, if I'm laying at the bed, it's on the far wall, starting at the closet and working its way all the way down the room. And then it starts traveling around behind me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I'm no. like, this this is uh, this is not somebody next door because I couldn't, like, I knew the person who was in the room next to me and the other flight attendant was in the room behind me. So I right. knew she wasn't banging on the walls. No, she's probably dead tired just like you she are. She was. And then I'm like, okay, maybe it's the pipes because the AC was really loud. I'm like, maybe this is like an old-ass hotel and it's just pipes, you know, creaking or whatever. But it got so loud, I ended up just turning the fan on high in my room because it was a busted-up fan. And it was, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this room just fucking sucked, y'all. And turned the fan up on high, right? Well, the the next day at 7 o'clock in the morning, I called them and switched rooms. And the next room was phenomenal. Like, zero bad vibes. Zero noise. It was fantastic. So it was just this room. And I asked the flight attendant who was next to me, I said, did you hear, like, a lot of banging in the walls when you had your um, fan on or your AC? And she was like, no, I didn't hear anything except for there was a, um, I think, like, a homeless person outside drumming. (laughs) You could hear him drumming, but you could tell they were on buckets. Like, it had that echo that buckets had. Where did they put you up for the night? (laughs) We were downtown. But you hear that a lot, a lot of times, like especially in um, bigger cities or uh, like. Well, yeah, that does make sense. There's a lot of people who play music outside because you're right Mm -hmm. there um, in usually like a historic district or something. Mm -hmm. So. But it was it was it was crazy. It was crazy. That's insane. I would have. I don't know if I would have been able to sleep. This isn't my a personal experience copyright no i'm just kidding um so <laughs> this is actually a story that my mom told me that mm. she i'm telling mexico is is not the place where for me <laughs> oh, well oh. well you know what now it's where it's at but like with with <laughs> like ghosts and stuff but like back then i just i did not like it well, at all the culture, the Mexican culture is a lot more tied into, like, they don't have that fear of the dead. Like, there's a more, the doorway no. is more open. Yes, they're so accepting of it, and they're so, like, about it, and Dia de los Muertos, and mm-hmm. everything, right? Okay, so, um, my mom lived 
and grew up in the same state as my previous story, Real de Catorce. So a lot of the Spanish came down, did their thing, mangled around, you know, yada, yada, yada. Fuck We're some here shit now. Up. Right? Fuck some Are shit up. Are we talking up. about like the Spanish that like. Yeah, came they came like, came okay, over okay. and um, were like, hey, what's up? Y'all got some gold? And the Aztecs were like, you mean this shiny thing? Yeah, we got plenty <laughs> of it. And, they, and the Spanish were like, oh, yeah, we need that. You okay, know, We're going to kill you all and make you Christian. Here's, You're welcome. Here's some, here's some religion for you. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, um, so, Central de Catorce was really close to where my mom, not like super far away from where my mom grew up. There was also like a bunch of Spanish influence. And uh, growing up, my mom lived in this house. At one point, I remember her telling me that all of the all of the kids' bedrooms were on the upstairs floor. So my grandma and grandpa slept downstairs. That's where the living room is at the kitchen. So all the kids were upstairs. Which honestly, that sounds like. That sounds so much fun. Like, no one's going to go up like the adults are going right. to go up there, but whatever. So, the kids, all of my aunts um, and my uncle would all say that they would hear footsteps going up the stairs in the middle of the night. And those oh. were, like, wooden floors. But my mom, like, would describe it in a way. She goes, but they weren't just, like, any footsteps. They would oh, sound fuck. like high heels, just, like, clink like just going up the stairs oh and then, that would like it gives me anxiety yeah, just yeah. thinking about it and then she said like as soon as it would get to the top stair it would pause and then like she couldn't hear it anymore like that's it like that'd be the end of it yeah I think that, that if I heard it like go up the stairs and like make its way to my bedroom I would probably pee all over myself see and this is the thing <laughs> like me hearing your experience, right? I say, fuck that. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, you know what right? I mean? But it's so weird because it's always the person describing the story who's typically not really that afraid of what's You're going right. on. You're so right. That, right. that is very, very true. Because hearing that, I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck no. no. If I heard footsteps making their way to my, like, up the stairs... I'm fucking out of there. I don't know. I'm, I'm jumping out. out the window. Exactly. Peace. You can fucking. See you I'm literally. I'm jumping out the window. Like on the second floor. I don't care if I break <laughs> a leg. I'm out. <laughs> like that's it. That's it for me. Right. But my uncle, growing up, had the craziest fucking idea. He was like, he was like, yeah, no, let let's play the Ouija board. Let's see what happens. You know what I mean? And like when you have. When you don't understand spirituality, you don't understand that you really do need to come from, like, a centered place, like, happiness, Positive love. mindset. Positive. So, positive attracts positive, right? But if you're going into, like, a, a, you know, a bad situation where you're already scared and you're doing this as a dare and it's scary and stuff like that, like, it's going to attract some weird shit. So, he actually got something that came through. Oh, shit. And I think, I don't remember the name of what they told me that came, like, what the name of the... That's probably a good thing. That's probably a good thing. We we don't want to repeat any names. We don't want (laughs) to invite that back into our lives, no. Not that I had anything to do with it, but no, thank you. Um, Ain't nobody got time for that, nope. He 
my mom said that he was so scared and he was probably like, I think she told me he was 16, 17 years old. He was so scared after he did that, that he went to go sleep in his parents' room. Wow. For a 16, 17 year old to be terrified. Especially a guy. That bad. A guy. A guy. Yeah. And he was like, fuck this shit. I'm Did like, he ever say I'm scared. what it said? No. So um, he was terrified. Like, he was just like, man, fuck this. I'm going to go sleep in my parents' room. And for, uh, I mean, at that point, he's not a grown-ass man, but a teenager who, you know, for him to just be like, yeah, no, I want to go sleep with y'all. Like, right? that's crazy. That's insane. Right? What did it say to him to make I, him that afraid? God, I'm, I'm probably going to have to um, get that out of my mom eventually. I, I'm pretty sure she'll tell me. I'm not going to get out of her, but... I, I'll ask her the next time I um, I talk to her. But oh yeah, we need to follow up on that. That's what I'm saying. But the thing is, with time, I think that they started finding things that belong to the house from years ago. So they started finding like letters and stuff that would say like, oh, there's stuff money treasure whatever it is there's like valuable items buried underneath the house yes what yeah so i mean no one in my family has gone down there to go dig it up but there are people that say like like in that town that know my family there's stuff buried under that house and they've never gone to look for it no one's gone to go fucking look for it can you believe it sarah can you believe that shit I said, give me a goddamn shovel. I'll go dig it up myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just got to make money. That's where it's at. You probably got some kind of Spanish gold mine under there. I wouldn't doubt it. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this wraps up episode one, introductory to our spooky side. I can't God. wait. We have got so many awesome topics we're going to cover. We just finished our first episode. Dude. That's crazy. And I didn't throw up. We did not throw up. Exactly. We kept our alcohol in like grown-ass women. <laughs> we did it. We're here. We're thriving. Thriving, yes. We're thriving. That's what we are. We're thriving. But uh, thank you for joining us, guys. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs>